Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. Jenny, you know that in order to find and really live your purpose, you have to be in touch with the goodness that's inside of you. And there's goodness inside of everybody. And so unfortunately, you know, we don't talk a lot in our culture about our virtues. I mean, Mm -hmm. some people, I don't know, you're the educator with middle school kids. I wonder uh, how many middle school kids uh, even know the word virtue. What do you think? Well, I I do think that that's kind of a, a word that people don't hear. Uh, I think a lot of times people think about uh, words like character a little bit more. You know, those are more kind of buzz buzzwords in culture and things like that. But I think that whatever we call it, we need to think about the things that are good that are within us. It's not saying, you know, especially as a Christian, we know we're sinners and all that kind of thing. But there's good things about us, about our personalities, about our abilities. Um, that really benefit other people. Exactly. I mean, really, that's the whole thing about virtues or the goodness inside of us or whatever anybody wants to call it. Um, I think some people call it their spiritual gifts, but it always has to do with helping others in some form or fashion. right? Right. So it's a big, big clue to purpose because Whatever it is that we do for others that comes really naturally for us, we just do it. We don't even think about doing it. We just have like a, almost like a natural instinct that to do this thing, whatever this thing is for for a person is the right thing. This is the right thing to do. This is what I need to do. And so I think we should talk about some of those things to help to focus others on what those things are. Like, what are we talking about? Right. And what are the impact of those things? Mm. What are the impact of what is the impact of the virtues and character that we hold within us? Because I love how you said it's a clue and a key to our purpose, because those things really drive our motivation toward or in our purpose. It really drives it. So if somebody is um, super committed, that that's a really good virtue to have. Someone who is super committed, particularly in a lot of fields and areas of you and I talk about things like people who that we know personally who are, for example, in the fight against human trafficking. One of their virtues has to be commitment right? To have a virtue to care about the cause. And then if that's part of their purpose, they're committed to doing something about it. 
Yeah. I love that you said commitment. I wasn't even thinking about that word, but honestly, I mean, to me, when you say that, it says to me, okay, when things get hard, and they will, especially in something like the fight against human trafficking, um, the fight against child abuse, homelessness. I mean, when things get hard, and they will, if, if somebody's, you know, really uh, looking to make a difference in the world, it will get hard. And it's that sense of commitment that keeps us moving forward that, okay, I said I was going to do this. I'm going to do it. I don't feel like it. There's nothing in me that wants to get up and go there and do that right now or whatever it is, but, but commitment's huge. And the things that I was thinking about, uh, for, for kind of virtuous behavior, the most common thing to me is being friendly. Oh, Right? Isn't that true? Yes. I mean, smiling at other people, um, being welcoming to other yeah. people. And and it can be uh it, it can be a real effort. You know, let's say the other person is is grouchy and irritable or ill or whatever the case may be, it might be a real effort to be friendly. It's so I always say it's so easy to be patient and kind and loving and friendly and all of those things when other people are on their best behavior. Yeah. Like everything's fine or nobody's home. (laughs) One of the two. Right. I think of our favorite, one of our favorite places to go when Rhonda and I have breakfast together, there is this restaurant we go to and there is a hostess a woman who seats everybody when they first come. And we always say hi to her and we call her by name and we give her reviews because this woman literally is one of the most friendliest people that I, I, all I know is her name and I know what she looks like and what her job is. She's been at this particular place for many years. She has such a virtue of friendliness. I mean, she acts like she's your friend and because she is so friendly and it's so neat and she's never been crabby and she, and people have to wait at this place often. And you just said it. Sometimes people are not friendly to you. And that woman's response is literally every time just remarkably friendly. Right. And she possesses that virtue and it's beautiful. And it's so evident because she's living in her purpose. That is what she is purpose, customer service. That is her purpose. Absolutely. And I mean, people go there. You and I go there. Okay, I'm just going to say it. The Lucky Penny Cafe and Mai Mai is at the, at the, uh, whatever it is that, you know, the, the, where you walk in, the hostess stand. And she's been there, I think since the day they opened. And I think she's holding up the building, Jenny. Like if she were to actually decide to leave, I think the Lucky Penny would just collapse because she's, Amazing. And, you know, the thing that um, she's such a good example of being being friendly regardless Uh, of how people treat you. Yeah. Because that uh, so many people are friendly as long as somebody else is friendly to them. Right. Yeah. And we tend, I think, in this culture to have this, um, hey, you know what? She didn't invite me to her party, so I'm not inviting her to mine. Or, you know, 
I gave somebody this gift, but she didn't give me anything on my birthday or whatever it was, you know, and people have this terrible like ledger that they're keeping of points. And that determines whether they're going to be friendly or whether they're going to be generous or whether they're going to be patient or kind. And we have to get rid of the ledger. Right. Keeping a score, keeping a tally, you know, of of people not being a certain way. What are some other virtues you think about, Rhonda? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So kindness, of course. I mean, I've written two books on kindness. I think it's hugely important. And let us not mistake kindness for courtesy. Mm-hmm. Right. Or being polite. Being polite and being courteous is part of kindness, but it's not synonymous because you can be um you can be, I don't know, an axe murderer or whatever and be be courteous. You can hold the door open for somebody and be an awful human being. A truly kind person is not an awful human being. That's a, that's a truly kind person. And so it's within them. It's not conditioned on their mood or, you know, what's going well in their life or what's not going well in their life. If, if a, a truly kind person is going to be that way. Now, they might not be bubbly and vivacious when they just got a terrible medical diagnosis or something awful just happened in their life or whatever. But but their kindness is still in there, if that makes sense. Right. And that's what's so important about this, Rhonda, when you, before you do your next one, is that these virtues are really within us. Yes. It's not something that necessarily comes and goes and this and that. I mean, it's something that's in there that we exercise, that it comes easy for us to do. Right. Right. But I want to add to that, Jenny, it's, It's not, I wouldn't want anybody to say, oh, well, you know what? I'm not a naturally kind person, so I can't be. No, we can learn these things. So, you know, if, if we were, I was raised by people who were not particularly kind. (laughs) Uh, That's the understatement of the year. And I learned kindness. So it's not that you're born with it or you're not. And if you weren't, then forget it. No, we can develop all these things. And so um, I'll just go through quickly some of the other ones. Patience, being humble, being modest. Um, Oh, being generous. Generous, being generosity is so incredibly important. and it's a mindset. We've talked a lot about mindsets over the years, you and I. And I think um, it comes down to having an attitude of lack of, you know, kind of a, a poverty mentality of I have to hang on to what I have. As opposed to I'm going to trust that I'm always going to be okay. I can share whatever it is. If it's okay, you have your sandwich at lunch and somebody you see that somebody forgot their lunch or they don't have a lunch and you cut your sandwich in half and give them half. That's generosity. I'm not talking about necessarily being a philanthropist that gives away millions of dollars every year, although that's very generous too. But we can all be generous at whatever level, age, whatever. 
that we happen to be at. Right. Um, I was thinking about composure. Oh, that that, for sure. I mean, calm. Yeah. When people have, you know, situations at work or whatever, you know, maybe they're the person who helps mediate issues and things like that. You know, I mean, because they can stay calm. You know, I think of that in, in careers like, like I'm in or people I've known who work with, with kids, you know, at all levels and all, you know, whether they're in, you know, juvenile facilities or schools or, you know, camps or church camps or whatever, when you're working with kids, you really have to have a lot of composure because Mm -hmm. you have to be ready for anything. A person with composure isn't just calm. They have to be ready for anything. They have to be able to strategize you know, to maintain all of the composure within, because your composure then affects everybody else. Right. That's the thing about the virtues. The virtues that we have are within us and we're using them, but they definitely have an impact on other people. They have an influence on people. Mm. Oh, I love the word influence. Yes. Every single one of these, when we live our virtuous behavior, when we live out the goodness that's inside of us, we're showing others how to do it. We're living it for everybody within our influence. And the best way to influence people who are maybe going through a hard time, they're grouchy, they're irritable, um, whatever the situation, the best way to influence somebody to be Um, or to behave better, I should say, is to behave better ourselves. We show them how to do it instead of just constantly tell them how to do it because that can sound like kind of nagging or whatever, and people tend to dismiss that. But if we walk around with a smile on our face and we're patient and we're composed and we're generous and we're kind and all of these things – uh, it influences others to be more like us. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's really neat, you know, as we get toward the end of this today, Rhonda, is when we're acting in our virtues, it's a blessing to other people. And that's what we're talking about. Our purpose as this whole thing and virtues are one aspect of our purpose. And when we're living our virtues, we're often living in what our purpose is. And that's where we want to get people. What are the good things, the virtues, the character things that you have that can be celebrated? Because Mm. it's part of your purpose. Yeah, exactly. Because think about it. If you think about somebody who's, these are some of the others that I have, self-discipline, conscientious, hard worker, truthful, funny, fun to be with. If you think about those things uh, and somebody who lives that way, and let's say, Jenny, you decide you're going to go into business and you want a partner because you don't want the entire load on you. You're, you're looking for a partner. Wouldn't you want a partner who's hardworking, conscientious, truthful, self-disciplined, right? All of these things. And if they're funny or fun to be with at the same time, well, that's icing on the cake, right? And so it's not when I say that all of these things are are, um, 
clues to our purpose and will lead us toward our purpose. I'm not talking about some magical, mystical, you know, foo-foo la-la that'll happen when you decide to pull the goodness up out of you and, and just really live that way. I'm talking about practical application that when we are living you know, we're humble and we're patient and we're kind and all these things we're loving. And so we are who we are. The good things that are inside of us are there on display to help other people every single day of our lives. We are the ones who will get the job. We are the ones who will get the opportunities. We are the ones who um, will be included and invited and people will just be, people who are like that will be attracted to us. Because, you know, but we tend to be attracted to people who have the personality traits and the character traits and the virtuous behaviors and so on that we respect and value. So whatever those things are, you attract the kind of people that you want in your life when you live out the goodness that's in you. That's right. What a great thing. So I hope that people will think about some of these things. And we always recommend, talk to some people around you. What are my virtues? What are the things that are part of my character that you see? And you can be really blessed to know that you have those things because it really is a lot, you know, uh, it plays in a lot to your purpose and, mm -hmm. and your passion in this life. Absolutely. All right, Jenny. Well, I hope that everybody will, if you missed any in this series of all of these clues, we have many more to come, but if you missed any, go back and listen to them. And if you have any questions for us, the link to uh, send us a message is in the description here. We want to hear from you. And if there's something that you want us to cover, let us know if there's something you want to say, if there's something that you want to have in the podcast, let us know. We'd love to have you. So come back next week for the next clue to your purpose. See you next time. Did you know that you can change the world with love? It's possible. And to give you ideas for how you can change your life and your world with love, I wrote a book called Love is Action, How to Change the World with Love. I want you to get your copy today and start showing love in the unique way in which you have been equipped. I promise you it will change your life. It will change your relationships. It'll change the people around you. And ultimately, it'll change your circumstances in ways that you may not be able to imagine now. Get your copy today at Rhonda.org. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Well, maybe you should. After all, you are the world's foremost expert on your life and your experiences and your perspective. You've learned some things along the way that can help others. And a lot of times, writing your story and what you know for sure is a healing process. If you're ready to do that, I'd love to help you. I've written many books, some of them in as little as three days. So this process doesn't have to take you months or even years. If you're interested, if you're ready, go to my website, look at the events page, and sign up for one of my writing retreats. We'll take three days and we'll get this done. Go to Rhonda.org, it's R-H-O-N-D-A, 
www.thepowerhouse.org. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.